Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. Yes, you are. Hey! Yay. And as promised, we are recording on the very last episode of Sense8 today. So it's technically season 2, episode 11, right? 12. Mm-hmm. 12, okay, episode 12. I couldn't remember how many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> season 2, episode 12, which is two and a half hours long, and it is the uh, grand series finale that was really separate from the end of season 2. So, yeah, we're going to finish talking about this, and then you won't have to hear us talk about that anymore. <laughs> it's very true. And this episode, just since it's on its own, we can call out the episode title, which is Amor Vincit Omnia, which means yeah. love conquers all all things as hernando translates it or just love conquers all <laughs> is it what language is it in? i think it's latin is it latin okay mm-hmm. they spoke a lot of different languages in this one yeah and like well, we were learning about a lot of characters new languages that we didn't know that they knew so that was interesting that's true <laughs> yes so yeah so, yes i i have very positive feelings about this episode. <laughs> good good it was it was a very good way to end the the season or the series i guess i wish i had gotten to see like her nanny or hernando <laughs> her nanny hernandy's her reaction when alito had told them like about being a sensate because it kind of just opens with like they clearly already know like what is going on or, or trying to understand it at least i would have liked to have seen their initial reactions the way we see rajan's later on <laughs> yeah no this is the thing that i love though is that we finally get scenes in this where everyone and i mean everyone <laughs> is together and yeah. it's so cool because yeah you can tell that with hernando and danny they're still like when we see them they're still working through some of the things so they're kind of like oh so now he's talking to know me right or you know like he's trying they're trying to understand exactly what's happening and it's so cool just to see that and we also see cool like things that we really haven't seen before since we were mostly dealing with just the sensate themselves we have those moments like where riley is just oh she's talking to mr hoy uh, as he's like running to go kill himself um right and, she, and everyone's just like staring her at, at Riley as she's standing there staring into the distance. And they're like, wait, so what's she doing now? <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of fun to see that from the other side. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and we finally see all the Sense8 together, all eight of them. Yeah. Seven of them together at the end of the last season when they were trying to rescue Wolfgang. So after they finally managed to do that, we get all of them together with most of their significant others, or all of them eventually, all of their significant at others. At the wedding, yeah. Everyone's yeah. there. So that was pretty awesome as well. I have to say that Rajan is, is surprisingly chill <laughs> with like Wolfgang. Yeah in his relationship with Kala. <laughs> right? He took that with almost too much stride. He's just like, yeah, that's cool. She it's, can like <laughs> it's true. And like, this is why I was so confused about why, I guess I'd forgotten during season two that Rajan had some like really sketchy moments because in this finale, which I think I've watched a couple times, it's, he's such a good character. Yes. There's almost like a shift. Like, I think they really wanted 
Rajan to end up being a good guy, you know, like, and it could have kind of went either way, I think. Um, so there, there definitely was kind of a shift in his character to being like, Kala is the most important thing in his life, his business and the political corruption he was dealing with are all like secondary to her. Right. And it's just, yeah. I loved his face though. Like after they like told him about, you know, the cluster and about being a sensate when they just kind of just, him just staring. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Yeah. And then like Kala pulls him aside, but he accepts it like right away. Yeah. And the way they end Kala and Rajan's like, and Wolfgang's love triangle was not at all. for them to just basically end up as a thruple together <laughs> i kind of love that they're a thruple I, I love it but it's just not what i thought i i sincerely <laughs> believed that one of the three of them was going to die and that was how they were going to resolve it and so when kala got shot i was just like oh okay she's the one who's gonna die <laughs> and accepted it immediately that she was going to be the one who died yeah <laughs> but that's not what happened right no instead we have you know wolfgang very open to his experiences with Rajan and Rajan a little reluctant perhaps at first, but <laughs> I mean, not, not even really that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like into it for the most part. It's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of cute too, because like even before they had their like sexual experience together, um, <laughs> they're like, you know, Kala's just like sitting down at the table talking to Will and you look over and Wolfgang and Rajan are just like dancing together. Yeah. Like they're the best of friends. I mean, Rajan does save Wolfgang's life. So, you know, they have he that. He does. Yeah. Or at least he does a lot to help in the process. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He wrestles like a gun away from Leela yeah. and tries to shoot her. Yeah. But... <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they took that route with his character. Me too. Me too. I also like that it kind of gives um, Kala a little power in a way. Because yeah. everyone keeps asking her, like, who are you going to choose? This person, that person? And she's just like, right. why do I have to choose? You know? Well, she that way after Bug points it out to her. He's I like, know. There are no rules or whatever he says to her. Yeah. It's like, for, since you can be in two places at once. Right. Do what you want to. Yep, that's basically it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> It's cute. I also like, I mean, it's clear that, you know, um, we basically have two throuples. We also have Hernando, Danny, and Lido, who have seemingly grown more close in terms of, like, Danny's not only just watching and, like, you know, playing with herself in the corner. She's, like, partaking in the coupleness of... She's at least kissing everybody whilst playing with herself. Yes. (laughs) It's just so cute, you know? It is, yeah. Two, I, I, I like her. <laughs> two very different throuples, but <laughs> throuples nonetheless. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, yeah. Danny's a badass. Like. Is, yeah. What can you say? Like that, that scene when she and Amanita go to give whispers, his, um, his blockers. Yeah. And she basically just like, you know, knocks him down to the peg where he belongs. Oh, yeah. That's so that good. was a cool. Scene. <laughs> okay. So talking of whispers. Yes. Maybe you understood this better than I have because I've only watched it once and you've seen it multiple times now. Mm-hmm. Like, why did he do this? They don't seem to have ever explained what his motivation was for killing his own cluster and going to war against like all his own species like this. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the motivation? Is there one that do we learn if there is one? Mm-hmm. Or did it somehow? <laughs> yeah, the the people, the mother of the lacuna, 
yeah says so or no um that's when she fig uh i think it's uh nomi and kala maybe figure it out i can't remember but in some way and i don't know how this would work and i there's more to it that's missing i think but um the mother essentially says that whispers killed his cluster which right. made it him experiencing as murdered and murderer right and it has given him fear of death. And so part right. of his, what he wants is to build this army so that he can spread his consciousness throughout it and in that right. way live forever. Okay, I got all that. But like his his fear of death didn't come until after he killed all the members of his own cluster. So like, why did he do that? <laughs> See, and I don't know if I, I wonder if it did. Like I because presumably the people that he killed within his own cluster I, I assume maybe he was using them as experiments as well to try to get this. So maybe all along he's wanted to find some way of Im- to, to immortality. Maybe. And they were just sort of stepping stones on his path. They were in his way. <laughs> yeah. And my it's sort of confusing, though, because like just even if you had a hundred sensei and you were able to like, you know, inhabit them with your conscious intact for whatever that means right. you're still limited by the number by the youngest sensei you have basically you right you would be able to control one of those hundred to create more younger zombies later on so then he'd just be pulling like a like a, an original full metal alchemist when they're hopping from body to body with a philosopher's stone <laughs> but yeah. the philosopher's stone is the sicilium head head helmet <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that could make sense. But then you wouldn't really need a hundred thousand. You just need like one. Right, or two in case one of them died or something. <laughs> yeah, and then you just like keep going like once that one gets to like fifty, you find another fourteen year old and hop into them. Right. You, you know. know? <laughs> so I think it's still confusing to me in terms of like how the process of immortality was going to be work. Like after yeah. his over- body is dead like what's to prevent his consciousness from just leaving it completely right and how can you guarantee that like abandoning your original body would yeah exactly would sustain your consciousness elsewhere i don't understand there's something that doesn't make sense (laughs) it wasn't done with the experimenting yet it wasn't at this point (laughs) right but i guess yeah they just wanted him to be able to continue experimenting and all that but it's kind of interesting that his goal is immortality. And Jonas, you know, Jonas, when he was still in the apartment connected to the radiator, basically tells them Whisper's plan without telling them Whisper's plan. Because he yeah. he's like, because, you know, Jonas ever just giving facts and like saying quotes and random <laughs> stuff, being an enigma that he is until sure. the very end, is kind of like, Chinese alchemists put together this, this, and this in order to create the elixir of life. What they actually created was gunpowder. And so, like, he tells us that, like, you know, gives us this, like, snippet of elixir of life or immortality, which is Whisper's ultimate goal. But he doesn't come out and say that. You know what I mean? Right. So he knows, though, clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Jonas turns out to be a good good guy, I think. Um, Yes. Let me make sure that I understood <laughs> what all happened there. So essentially, Angelica had originally tried to kill the chairman 
and, and essentially do what Jonas ends up doing and, and killing all of the lobotomized senseis that were like being prepped to use as zombies. Like that's ultimately what Jonas does, right? And he kills yes. the chairman as well. Right. Or no, he doesn't kill the chairman. He does kill the chairman. Or no, he does kill the chairman because he like uses one of them. Mm-hmm. As, as a zombie. <laughs> yeah, because he has, yeah, the other neural net had been programmed to to fit his brain, wing, brain right. wave length or whatever. <laughs> his mycelium network. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which um, is ingenious, okay. really. But yeah, yeah so it's kind of cool. I'm glad that they wrapped up what Angelica's thing is because we were left off thinking that Angelica was like Terrible. bad news. Yeah, <laughs> like you know? she created like and you find out right away that she's had created like or, no we found it out last season like that she had created the machine that also like makes the zombies essentially um allows that that connection but we find out at the beginning of this season that she had done it because she was searching for raul yeah oh troublemaker <laughs> yeah and then it's used for bad stuff right yeah no takes it over and it almost seems like she didn't really have any intention of telling whispers whispers just walked in on her and she had the cover real quick so he wouldn't kill her like oh i didn't want to tell you about this until i was sure that it was ready <laughs> right she's like it's for you I, I you know completed your research i've been experimenting with this and so like <laughs> happy and you know but i feel like that was a cover at that point she hadn't been planning to tell him about it <laughs> yeah it's kind of cool too that like in learning about what how Angelica tried to blow up the um, the chairman and all of the the, the lab and stuff. We yeah. learned that um, uh, a little bit more about their cluster. So because they used two of their cluster members to do it, right? Ultimately, right. one because the one sort of flaked out and tried to warn everyone to get out. Right, and it was like the people she uses from her cluster. Like, did they know they were going to die? I assume they must have, yeah. And then the one just got cold feet. Okay, you yeah. Because the other one was like, Gets she killed there. him, and then she yeah. went out and like killed whoever she could, you know? Yeah, yeah. She manages to get in far enough that she almost kills the chairman, but not quite. Yeah. She just mangles him and leaves him scarred for life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and extra angry about everything. <clears throat> so there's also a few storylines that we don't really see the conclusion of much mm-hmm. like we don't know if Tafias becomes president True. we don't know if um son ever gets to kill her brother we <laughs> um, don't we do learn that son is exonerated though he's exonerated but we don't know if her brother actually ends up getting like the blame that he should for everything that happens <laughs> yeah i mean I, I they kind of allude somewhat to the fact that you know they know that the um the whatever senator or whatever that tried to protect him they find out that that he was um basically corrupt and doing that to protect like a corrupt individual so i think they did realize that that junkie was corrupt after all which is how they're able to exonerate sun okay um so i think that they tried to inadvertently like wrap that part up a little bit which is good because like sun deserves to be you know, with her family, which is her little dog. You know, um, I think they would have shown that older man as part of her family too. Her, her sensei. Or I whatever. know. Maybe they just couldn't get the actor, but I assume, <laughs> yeah. I assume that he's part of it too. I, I assume so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but 
Yeah, in terms, yeah, Caffius, we never learn anything about. We know that they want him to be president. Like, everyone was very much looking forward to that. (laughs) There's a lot of support for it. Yeah. I do like the idea that. (laughs) <laughs> um that the detective mun is like yeah she wanted me to introduce me to her family and that her family is just like one dog <laughs> yeah it's like i think but, it went well <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was cute though um yeah we don't know if will goes back and like becomes a cop again or anything either I can't picture him just like going back to chicago and like going back and being a cop at this point i don't know what he would do but that doesn't seem like what it will be (laughs) no i can honestly picture i'm sure that even though bpo has turned a new leaf i'm sure that there are still like members of like the former organization that are looking to exterminate sensei and stuff so maybe they'll just continue to fight against those people yeah i can picture him just like moving to finland with like riley and living there with her dad Iceland, you mean? <laughs> or are they going yeah. to Finland for fun? No, they're going to live in Finland. <laughs> <laughs> Not where she grew up. They're going to live someplace else. <laughs> There's too many BPO connections in Iceland. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But I can picture that. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that they brought um, the dad. Like, he was the one playing the piano for Riley. and um, yeah. or, I'm not Riley. No, me and Amanita's wedding. Yeah, his wedding, yeah. That's cute. And I like that Bug walked her down, walked Nomi down the aisle. Oh my god, yeah. I like that her mom eats a pot brownie and goes <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. I was like, mm, bit of a very drastic turn. I don't know yeah. if one pot brownie can change the world, but. <laughs> I mean, pot does fix a lot of things, but I'm not sure that her apology is quite sincere yet. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess sober, if you want to call it that. At the beginning, she. <clears throat> she briefly dead names Nomi and then does say does correct herself to say Nomi for once. So, but only because Nomi's sister is like, "Mom, I swear to God, if you do that today, I'm going to kill you." <laughs> yeah, and I love how the mother's like, "God, this is so over the top," and um, Tegan's husband's like, "This is awesome." Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> they get away with being able to be married, like and at the Eiffel Tower, like right at the base of it or something. I know. Apparently, you know, River El Sadawi is some sort of French official or something. I know. <laughs> Just works out. It just works out perfectly. Yeah. I do, pretty- it's so nice that like at the wedding, everyone was there. Like Mr. Hoy was there. And- yeah. Aw. <sighs> so <clears throat> the, the mother... I feel like we don't learn enough about the mother. <laughs> yeah. It's sure. like, I feel like there's a whole, there's a whole nother movie there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is she not like of this world somehow? Like, are they somehow in between? Like, I don't understand. It. There's a lot <laughs> of, there's a lot of, conf- yeah, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be sussed out about the lacuna in general, because yeah. Bodhi's not even the mother. Like they hope yeah. that she'll be the future mother of the lacuna, but but she has the ability to prevent people from visiting her and right. also to present herself while visiting to all sensei, even if they've never made eye contact. Right. Cause like so when they're, not- yeah. Cause like when they were at the, the party or whatever, when they were all yeah. finally together, they're all like, wait, I've never seen you. <laughs> right. <What?" laughs> so, so there's, you- there's a lot of things that can be done with this ability and power that probably most sensei don't ever learn how to do. 
Right. And yeah, the mother's kind of like, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. And you're like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and she said she fled from her life there. So it must be like an in-between realm or something. She somehow arrived at, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like there could be a spinoff with the lacuna that explains a lot more of what that is. (laughs) Yeah, true. And who Bowie is and her story. That would be fun. Yeah. And Netflix. If you're listening, Netflix. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just give us more. More of what happens with everyone. We want we want more information. I'll take a season three. Yes. Um, but yes. Um, who haven't we talked about yet? Um, let's see. I like um in the in the theme of like everyone coming together, I like that when they were going to face Leela that they collected, like, Diego met up with them. Yeah. They met up with Felix. Um, Everybody who was important, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. all finally together. Felix gets shot again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is it always getting shot? Well, it's kind of like, you know, Felix gets shot there, Diego gets shot, uh, Detective Moon's wounds open up, yep. Kala oh, almost dies. <laughs> I mean, that was more realistic. If none of them had gotten injured at all in true. that massive gun battle, like that would have been more unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, I was glad that they did that. Um, I I am glad ultimately that they didn't ki- kill Kala, but I would yeah. have understood if they did. I kind of like at the very, like before I even started watching this last episode, I, I just kind of expected them to kill one of the cluster. Like I kind of thought that, you know, they wouldn't be able to defeat BPO and, you know, whispers and the chairman without one of them dying. Like one of them was going to have to die. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then so when Kala got shot, I was like, ah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> but then when, so when she was like actually alive, it is all like, well, aren't you going to save me? <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah. I really liked how they did that too. <laughs> Are you just going to yeah. let me die in your arms? <laughs> like, well, is anyone going to actually do anything? Or are you going to die in your arms? <laughs> let me explain to you. You need to put pressure on the wound. <laughs> right. It's like, good thing she knows what she needs, needs to be done. So that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun fun spin to that. And I did appreciate the fact that Wolfgang got to use his grenade launcher again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and damn, he killed Leela, Whispers, and that, like, one guy from Leela's cluster, at least. Yes. So, they did good. Yes, that was a good shot. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like the other people from Leela's cluster could provincially cause issues in the future, because now they're just going to be pissed that, you know, one cluster killed two of theirs kind of thing. Yeah. True. Well, and yeah, and members of their cluster were in that fight, in the. Yeah. But I don't know, like two of them were taken out by Moon and Sun, but I don't know if they were killed or just like knocked unconscious. You know, right? It's not. Yeah, it's not clear with their moves if they're actually killing people or just knocking them out. Yeah. So. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe their entire cluster's dead now. <laughs> that might be better for them. <laughs> just a little dash of cluster side in the morning. Yeah. Well, but, I think that's when you kill within your own cluster. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, there's a lot of things that, you know, aren't really tied up, even though they seem semi-tied up. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, because there's, I'm sure there's more people at this, you know, BPO organization who were on the side of the chairman and whispers, you know, yeah. so they two big ones. But then they, I think their expectation is that everything else underneath them will just kind of collapse if they don't have these two supporting characters. Right. But and then it seems like the machine, at least, is useless without whispers because there's no headgear, you know. But and then that was also destroyed too in the big explosions. So. Yeah, exactly. So at least that's done with. Yes. Which is, but, yeah. As I say, they know that it's possible to do that is the thing. So somebody could try to recreate, reinvent that machine too. True, and there's no promise that like the research isn't sh- isn't file shared somewhere. Right. You know, yeah. they just need to Monitor. tweak it for someone else's brainwaves. Right. <laughs> but, it's all just tweak it for someone else's brainwaves. <laughs> that's it. But um, yeah, I'm looking through my notes, see if anything else jumps out. I guess like it's cute with Caffius, um at the wedding because he he introduces Jala, his friend, and and his mother and Zakia to the spirit of Jean Claude as he keeps calling yeah. son. <laughs> Doesn't actually ever call her by her real name. <laughs> and I like how she's always she's just kind of like, oh hi, as she's like <laughs> eating a biscuit or something. My name's actually Son. <laughs> I'm a real person. I'm not a spirit. <laughs> I don't know who Jean Claude is. <laughs> um let's see. I I think it's also interesting. Oh we have that like <laughs> we have Puck returning. Oh, God, I hate him still, though. <laughs> Wearing a, a sun hair. Um, uh, what's it called? Wait. Wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're just like, no, it's it's creepy. Yeah, and it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so creepy. <laughs> but we do know that he's working with, like, hunters, essentially, people that hunt collaborators. Yeah, so, you know, he's creepy, but he's doing a good job, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, so there could be something more. If we're talking about spinoffs, there could be something with Sutra and Alphonse and the rest of the hunters. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe, maybe Will and Riley will join up with them. I could picture that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really have a spinoff and only include some of the cluster, though. You would either have to include yeah. all of cluster or none of it. <laughs> right, because you can't be like, oh, I just haven't visited the rest of my cluster for... Ages. Eight weeks, you know, <laughs> right. whatever long it lasts. That's true. Um, let's see. Let's talk about, oh, and then we, we, we do have Bug, who finds love, maybe, at the maybe. end of... <laughs> um, which is kind of fun. Um, we, are we supposed to know who she was, or is she just, like, somebody random? No, she seems to be a random French woman who cries at weddings. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can picture there's going to be a lot of people at my wedding who will cry, so <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Um, so there are some interesting things. I, w- I wondered if you noticed in terms of, like, inconsistencies with with visiting and things like that. Yeah. We have the scene, the first real big visiting scene, because everyone's sort of together in this up until um, when they're all heading out to Italy or whatever. Some of them take the train. Some of them are driving in their car. Some are wherever. Right. And we have that moment where they're all listening to the music and they're like sharing earpieces and listening to it on the radio and all this stuff. Yeah. And then we have flashes of people inside the train dancing together. Yeah. <laughs> now, 
I would understand if it were just the other members of the cluster plus whoever's in the train dancing. But they also include in that scene Felix, who we had not met up with yet. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. They also include Rajan, uh, who was in a car, but not in the train. And then it includes also Bug. Oh. And maybe, I didn't check, but maybe Amanita as well. And so it's kind of like, they shouldn't be dancing in the train. No, they're not even in the train. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, is this is this not supposed to be like an actual, like we're all dancing in the train sh- or dancing in wherever sharing um, or, or um, you know, like visiting, but we're just each, it's meant to show that everyone's sort of collectively wherever they are celebrating. I don't know. But yeah, yeah when I, I saw like Felix and stuff, I was like, wait, <laughs> they're not sensei. How are they there? <laughs> I wonder if that was just like, the producer's way of um, showing that, like, like yeah, like what you said, like that Amanita is always with Nomi, or that you know Rajan is always with Kala in in like a way kind of thing. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, or so, maybe <laughs> so that was a confusion, and then the final orgy scene, <laughs> which like, can we talk about the composition of that the those fine that like final scene? Oh my beautiful. God. And- any movie that just ends on a shot of like a rainbow wet dildo laying on a bed <laughs> <laughs> as the very last scene in the movie. Perfection, really. Yeah, After Rajan pulls himself out of the the cluster and he's like, I never <laughs> thought I could experience this or whatever. I know. And, and she like, just we'll get in here, we're not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I like when she shushes him, Kala shushes him, and then it's her hand and Wolfgang's pulling his head back in. Yeah. My very last note on the page is just, and they all lived happily ever after. Yeah, they did. (laughs) But in that orgy scene as well, in the back at one moment, and I took a screenshot, or not a screenshot, I took a picture because for some reason when you screenshot Netflix, it's just a black screen. Um, I swear to God, there is bug in the background. (laughs) I hope you're right. At the orgy. And I'm like, Bug, who are you sleeping with in this orgy that you're also there? Maybe he just showed up with his new lady love and joined in. I mean, <laughs> were they all supposed to, do you think they were all physically together or were they all in separate hotel rooms just to kind of experiencing that all together? I think they were all um, in, in individually in their rooms. Well, like, you know, some of them were together. and But oh like... Gosh. Is that bug? It looks like. Is him. that not? He's the only guy who has like facial hair and long hair that we yeah, know. Yeah, that has to be him, or yeah. So I'm like, what did you? How did you sneak? Is that like, is that the director slash producer like being like, now you go in and see if anyone notices? Like you're part of yeah. the group, but he's not a sexual part of the group. <laughs> like he's, you know, he's part of Charlie's Angels, but he's not sleeping with Nomi and Amanita. Right. Exactly. So I saw that and I was like, this is very out of there. Like, out I think, there. Can you imagine how weird that scene must have been to film, though? <laughs> Just like 20 some naked bodies rolling around on the floor together. I mean, you know, you get to know people well, I guess. I think you would. <laughs> <laughs> I guess after that, you would have no qualm. Like, if people, if you're going to be in another film and they're like, how comfortable are you with, you know, simulated sex? You could be like, well, <laughs> pretty damn comfortable. <laughs> You would be weird for people like Rajan and Amanita who would 
they wouldn't be experiencing that. Like it would just be Kala and Wolfgang and, you know, um, like, uh, Lido. Lido. Yeah. Like they would, the partner wouldn't be experiencing that, you know, with you. It would just be experiencing it only with you. So that would be weird. (laughs) It would be strange. Yeah. But I did. I like the ending. I think that it tied up everything pretty well. It did. Understand Whisper's original motivation entirely, and yeah. it seems like there could be more trouble with BPO down the road. But they kind of seem like they can handle it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the world may never know what actually right. happens. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much the end of Sense Eight. Pretty much, yeah. A giant orgy, <laughs> which is you know, I wouldn't have had it any other way. No, me either. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you have any quotes from this? I only had a couple. I wrote down two. And I think I actually said them both already. Oh, just two? <laughs> I did. I wrote down the one where, like, Kala is about dying in my arms kind of thing. Hmm. And then the only other one I wrote down was by Bodhi, when she says, neutrality in the face of such evil is complacency. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. And uh, I wrote down a, a few of them, so I'll go ahead and read them for you. Um, Jonas says, um, pain binds us to one another better than anything else. I liked that quote, but I'm not sure I agree with it. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think there are other things that are binding beyond pain, but yeah. it was interesting. Um, I did, I did like that Jonas said, life doesn't always allow us to be our best selves. And I think that was interesting. You know, he was talking about that when he was explaining sort of like, you know, they have this perception that... Angelica betrayed the cluster and she got frisky with BPO and stuff, but you know, she had to sort of like not like bring herself down in order to ultimately help destroy everything. Right. So yeah. she couldn't be her best self, you know? Yep. To like infiltrate it, yeah. Um, Nomi had <laughs> the best line when people are like I think it was like they needed to look something up online or I don't know, probably. And Nomi was like, they're like, well, we need Nomi to do this. And Nomi's like, Nomi is not doing anything until Nomi has a fucking cup of coffee. <laughs> I feel like that every morning. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, I like Amanita after watching, after Nomi runs down with Lido to go kick the asses of the BPO people after they forgot that Amanita, Hernando and Danny were bringing breakfast when they fled. Yeah. Um, and she like kicks the ass of people after Sun takes over her, and she's just like, "No, hot damn! I've been waiting to see that." Yeah. <laughs> Which I can imagine, like your partner who's not like this martial arts master just going gung ho. Right. It's got to be pretty interesting. Um, Danny, I wrote down Danny's whole quote when she um, when uh, she basically calls whispers out on his shit and she's like when he oh he says i've seen your face i never forget a face and she says i see you too and i know you're kind men who mistake cruelty for strength living your petty lives petty little lives so limited we both know that if i were to pull this trigger not a single person would shed a tear the smallness of your kind is a uh, kind of life is nothing to fear only to pity and walks away yeah see there was a lot of good quotes that were longer like that and i was just too lazy to write them down (laughs) yeah um i guess the other i mentioned a couple of them so the last one i'll say is by river during the um the uh pre-wedding thing uh 
she says, for all the differences between us and all the forces that try to divide us, they will never exceed the power of love to unite us. But yes, so (laughs) with that, we can end our discussion of Sense8 Season 2, Episode 12. Yes, the end of Sense8. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely worth watching. Definitely. And also definitely not the kind of show you can try to do anything else during if you haven't seen it before because you'll miss way too much. <laughs> Very true, yeah. You have to focus and, and see what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I will call out the last the song that they play in the ending credits just because it's kind of fun. That was called Rather Be featuring Jess Glynn by Clean Bandit. Yeah, that's a good um, song. I, think I listened to most of it. Yeah, same. I was like, ooh, this is making a dance. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> um, if you guys have listened through this and also listened through our entire discussion of Sense8, then uh, thanks for listening. Um, we would love to hear what you thought of Sense8 and or if you have something else you would like us to watch and and talk about next time. Please feel free to to reach out to us. You can do that on uh, sorry on Twitter at NNM Podcast. <laughs> Or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. I almost said you can reach out to us on Netflix. I was like, no, no. <laughs> yes, contact us directly on Netflix. If you just email Madison and Jamie at netflix.com, <laughs> it'll come directly to us. Yes, it will. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes. And just so everyone knows, we won't probably won't be uploading an episode next week um so be prepared for that because next weekend i am getting married so i probably won't be recording an episode (laughs) true (laughs) but yeah that'll give you extra time to tell us what you would like us to record on two weeks now to get back to us on that (laughs) all righty thanks everyone again uh stay safe yes wear a mask and catch you next time Bye. Bye.